Hello and welcome to the Gambler Norwegian Football Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm pleased to be joined by birthday boy Greg Browning. Happy birthday mate, how's it going? Thank you very much, yes I'm good. 36, oh 36 today. Have you had your first beer of your birthday yet or are you still waiting until after the podcast? No, I'm going to have one on Friday. That would be my first official beer since March. Oh, really? Wow. So I'll be home by about half past five. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Uh, and you've probably heard already, we are delighted to be joined again by David Weatherson, all the way from Norway. How are you doing, David? I'm good, thanks. Good. Um, and before we start this week, we should probably explain that I am recording tonight's podcast in my car I've managed to escape the kids were on holiday this week um, so I've managed to escape to the sanctuary of my car in order to get peace and quiet and a phone reception uh, in the, the highlands of Scotland so apologies if the sound quality is not quite what it used to be usually is on the podcast absolute dedication <coughs> those, those things... guys complaining about accents will have another thing to complain about this week. <laughs> no, no doubt <laughs> um, so that's the devotion we have to this particular podcast so I hope, hope people out there appreciate it um, so we're going to have a wee look again as usual uh, ahead to this week's football in Norway um, we'll have a quick recap of last week uh, with David he'll maybe fill us in on what happened from our betting point of view but also from our league point of view because we've got the big clash of the top two this weekend David we do. Yeah, so Bode Glimt uh, won again. They won 3-2 at Neuendalen. They were actually quite lucky in the end. They went 3-0 up um, quite early on in the second half. And um, then they lost a couple of goals and they were hanging on by the end. And Neuendalen hit the bar and eventually it finished 3-2. So um, they, they kept their 100% record to date, which is nine wins out of nine. Um, Molde, uh, Molde won convincingly against um, someone. <laughs> Strums got set, yeah, yeah. They've won four now at Strums got set, and uh, yeah, again, just really um, good second half, like they have been recently. They they were pretty poor for the first forty minutes. Um, they got a goal right at the end of the half to to, to lead the one 0 and then in the second half they just came out and absolutely dominated the game and. Um, 1-4-0, so that's 3-0, 5-0, 4-0 the last three games, and they're starting to look like pretty serious contenders again. Yeah, and, and I guess in any other season you'd be looking at Mould and saying that's a, an amazing start, but it's Glimt are still in all the headlines so far. Yeah, so Mould at eight wins and a draw. Um, Glimt, nine wins. Um, the next uh, third place team have got four wins, so it's, uh, it's a top two, and the rest are playing for a bronze medal. But yeah, those two are really absolutely firing on all cylinders right now. I think yeah, we spoke about this pre-podcast about Sunday's match. Obviously, it's an important game for both, but I think both sides would probably settle for a draw, I think. Yeah, I think Mulder going up uh, going up there would be pretty happy with a draw. Um, and Glint as well, to stay unbeaten and prove that they can uh, <coughs> go toe-to-toe with Mulder would probably be um, give them a confidence booster as well, yeah, if they need it. <laughs> and last week's wins for both of them helped you to your half-time full-time double, David? Yes, just. Moda scored a great goal right on half-time to, to go 1-0 up, which was very yeah, helpful. They, they all count. Um, they and you also had another winner in the Glimt game as well. 
Yeah, them to win and both teams to score. So that was, right, that was again, that was they were hanging five. on at the end, but that was a pretty pretty good price, I would have thought. Yeah, other than that, we were a wee bit skinny on the winners last weekend. So hopefully this weekend we can um, deliver a few more. And the first one we're going to look at is the Glimt v Molde game, which is on Sunday at 5pm. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's likely to be the game that's on Eurosport this weekend. Um, I don't know if listeners are aware, but Eurosport are broadcasting some at least even games live here in the UK and I guess across Europe. So if you're following the podcast and you're keen to see some of the games uh, on your telly, then make sure you have a wee look at the listings on Eurosport. Uh, we suspect that it's the later kickoffs that are on Eurosport. Yeah, I think how you seen the Rosenborg maybe on Eurosport uh, on that Sunday. Maybe the one that's on this yeah. weekend. Um, so let's have a wee look at Bodo. I know you that's going to make up part of a, a double for you, David, this weekend. Yeah, uh, so uh, it's, a, it's quite a tough weekend looking at the fixtures. A lot of games that are sort of pickums. Um, I can't, <clears throat> and I was trying to find some some value um, by making some doubles. So the first one I was looking at was both teams to score uh, in the Boda game. So that's Glimt and Molde both to score. I mean, Glimt have thirty. Uh, hold on, I'm on the wrong page. It's 35. 35 goals, yeah. Molda yeah. have 28. Um, so, yeah, Molda have kept clean sheets the last three games, but I just feel like against Glim 2, or obviously, obviously the both both teams have scored in every game so far. Um, I just, I can't, the, the way they both play, they do concede chances, but they just create a lot of chances. I just cannot see either team keeping a clean sheet. Uh, the odds are pretty low in that, so it's 1.36, that's why I've doubled it up with uh, both teams to score in the Viking Sarpsborg game. So Viking played really well uh, last week, they beat Haugesund in the derby uh, 2-0, um, probably their best performance of the season to be honest. And uh, Sarpsborg have really been picking up recently as well. They, um, <coughs> they won 2-0, um, but they're, they're unbeaten in four games now. Um, and in all four of those, yeah, they've obviously the last three away games they scored, and in the last four games they've scored as well. Uh, Viking have scored in seven of their last nine games, um, and I just uh, I've watched a I watched that Viking game the other day. They were playing the they've got a new front three playing together. It's Berisha, Bitiki, and Ibrahimai. They hadn't really played together until game week eight, and um, the three of them looked really good together, created a lot of chances. Um, in Sarpsborg, the last <coughs> three or four games, they started playing a lot better because they had a tough start to the season. But um, I watched the game two games ago against Stabak. I watched the full game, and uh, they created a lot of chances in that game, 13 or 14 shots, I think, they had in the game. So yeah, I fancy them to both teams to score in that game as well. That's a bit higher odds at one point seven, and the the, the double was uh, around two point uh, three for the double on the, the Gleam Molde and Viking Sarpsborg both teams to score. Okay, so who's that with that Paddy Power bet at the moment? Uh, I think it was bet three six five that one. Three six five. Okay, so that's one to look out for both those games on Sunday at five pm. Uh, Greg, you're steering clear of the the big game on Sunday. Yeah, I think it's a difficult one. I think David's called out trying to find value in this game is quite difficult. Um, you're looking at two to five over two point five goals. Totally agree, though. It's really difficult to see either side keeping a clean sheet. But I think both sides would be happy with a draw. So for me, I'm going to sit it out. 
and hopefully watch a, a 5-5 epic. <laughs> <laughs> and regret not getting involved in like, exactly, yeah. <laughs> crazy, crazy golf, goals fest. Uh, okay, but you do have some bets for us on Sunday evening, Greg. Uh, first one we'll maybe have a look at is Strom Scott set at Valerenga. Yeah, so two corner bets for this weekend. There's no surprises there, but I think the corner markets have been really good to us over the last couple of months anyway. And first up is the yeah Valerenga versus Godset. Now, Valerenga are best of the rest at the moment, and that's not that's kind of saying something given there's a massive gap now between obviously uh, Glimt and Boulder. They're sitting in third. Um, they've only lost one game, but looking through Valerenga's performances this season. Quite a lot of draws. And I think the fixture list has been pretty kind to them. I don't think they've played either Molde yet or Glimt. Um, they've probably had quite an easier run of fixtures. And that's probably why they've only lost one of those games. So they welcome Strom's God site. Now, looking at the games Valoring have won, they've won four games, uh, a 2-1 and 3-1 nils. So most of their games are pretty tight. I can see this being tight as well. Looking at um, Strom's Godset on the corner front, now Strom's Godset have hit four or more corners now in seven of their nine games. They are hitting 5.3 corners a match on the road and five or more in five of their nine games. Looking at their away form, they've hit seven, two, six and six corners in their four away games. And looking at Valerenga, they have conceded three or more in eight of their nine matches and four or more in five of their nine matches. So there's only four points between these two sides. Um, David will know better than I do, but I don't think there's much between these two sides. And I think Valerie have had a pretty easy start to the season. Strom's Godset, in fact, have actually had a really tough run of games. They've played Rosenberg, they've played Molda and they've played Christiansund. So talking three really tough games in the last four weeks there, for Strom's Godset. So I think they can go to Valerie and get a positive result. But I was really surprised to see Godset as big as four to five to hit four corners. And as you know, I'm a huge fan of a team to get four corners. Yeah, it's something that's uh, paid off very well for you. And it's one you flagged up last weekend as well, wasn't it? Strom's Godset corners. Yeah, there were things that were at home last weekend. Um, against Molde, obviously they got beat 4-0, but yeah, they did manage to get four corners. But for me, this is a bit easier than what they've faced over the last three or four weeks in terms of Valerie. I think will be not as strong, obviously, as Moda, Rosenberg or Christiansen. And I just think real value there in Strom's God set to get four corners at four to five, especially given one, they've hit four or more in seven of their nine games. And the home side have shipped at least three in eight of their nine. So it's a very, very good chance Strom's God set will hit four corners on Sunday. Is that a fair shout, David? Yeah, I think as well. Maybe on a false position at the moment. They got, a, I mean, they got hammered off mode the last week's Strom's God set, but they, they actually played really well in the first half. And the last three games, they've been a lot better than they had been for the first six. So, yeah, I think that's a good shout. Rotheringa, um, yeah, they're drawing a lot of games. A lot of games are tight. But, um, yeah, they've they've looked a lot better since they've changed. Um, they started playing Benjamin Stocker up front, and he's a lot more of a striker than Wilhelmsen is. He's a much more natural striker, so he's been occupying defenders a little bit better, and I think it's sort of helped him as well. So it should be a good game that one. Actually, I don't. I, I do expect um, 
God, to, to, if they play as well as they did last week in the first half against Molde, then um, yeah, they'll definitely be attacking a lot. I'll be honest, David, I don't care if they can beat 10-0. As no. long as they get four corners, I'll be <laughs> quite happy. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Um, and you've also got another uh, corners bet for um, Mion Dallin again, Greg. Yeah, so Mion Dallin let us down at the weekend. I had them to score against Glint, which they did. Obviously, they got two. But the only man is one corner. And I've actually noticed something now with um, Glimt away matches. Very low corner count in Glimt away matches. Quite a lot of their games have only seen three and four corners. So just worth bearing that in mind if anyone's on a good old bet builder for mm-hmm. Glimt away from home. Yeah. But Mune Dowling, obviously, as David said, they're actually a bit unlucky in the end last weekend. They scored two goals against Glimt. It's obviously very encouraging. Now, both these sides are a pretty grim run of form at the moment. Me and Darwin have obviously lost four in a row now. Uh, Saniford, they've lost five of six. So looking at the games, though, me and Darwin have played, again, they've had a really run, tough run of games. They have played Molda. They went at home to Valorenga. And I think, obviously, they got potentially goals disallowed in that match. And they've played Bodo last week and were beaten 3-2. So they have lost four in a row, me and Darwin, But, again, they have had quite a tough run of games. Mm-hmm. Um, Sanifjord probably a bit different actually they've had quite a decent run of games but they seem to be getting beaten comfortably by all that play them <laughs> um, I think who's bottom of the league at the moment sorry is it? Allison. Allison, yeah. so that's the only side they've beaten um, in their last seven games so I think it's I think going down here I think they're slight favourites at 13 to 10 to win the match but again it's going to be the corners that I like the look of here Mion uh, Dallin hitting 5.56 team corners a game at the moment and they have hit five or more in six of the main games so they're on a bit of a losing streak four defeats in a row is never good at any point in the season but this looks a little bit easier uh, Sanifjord are struggling at the moment lost five of their last six I think Mion Dallin can get a positive result here probably win the match but I do like the look of them to hit five or more corners at 10 to 11 Okay, yeah, this might represent you and Dallin's best opportunity to win a game in the last three run of games that they've had so far. So um, that's you and Dallin with five plus corners at 10 to 11. Now, before we leave the 5 pm kickoffs on Sunday, uh, David, you wanted to have a look at the start v Stabek game? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the start. Um, so, so start v Stabek. Um, I'm looking at a sort of double in this game, under 3.5 goals and also Stabak double chance to draw or win. So, start, um, still haven't won. They've played nine games, yet to win. Um, for f- five, five games ago, they lost 5-0 against Odd. Um, and since then, they've decided to go into the defensive shell. And the results since then have been 1-0, 1-1, 1-0, 0-0, 1-1. And um, against um, Bran on Sunday night, they they played okay the first half, but they were a little bit lucky to come away with a draw. They they gave up some big chances that um, their goalkeeper made a couple of good saves. Um, they're just not creating enough chances uh, just now, and I do think that that five 0 defeat really really hit them hard, and it's made them. It's made them into a bit more of a defensive unit. So I'm looking at under 3.5 goals in this game. So obviously, start the last five games has been under under three goals. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but Starback as well. Uh, six of their nine games has been under under uh, 3.5 goals. Yeah. Um, and and as well as that, with the draw or win, double chance, they've only lost twice so far this season. And those games are against Molde and the Rosenborg. So I think I've, I've watched Starback a few times this year. They've got a really good, uh, energetic young team. Um, they create a lot of chances. Uh, they have they have been creating a lot of chances, but they've not been scoring a lot of goals. So I just think it's not it's not a great price. It's it's under even still for for the double that. But I just I don't think they'll lose. Like Star haven't won, so I don't see Starback losing, and I just don't see many goals in the game the way Star are playing just now. So it's a uh, one point nine on bet three six five. For uh, the under three point five goals in the Starbuck double chance draw or win. Yeah, that'll be on the bet builder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that brand V start game was the one that was on Eurosport at the weekend there and I caught the second half of it and Starbuck just barely got out of their own half in the second half. Yeah. Like I said that yeah. brand just couldn't so yeah, it could be could be a game, a low scoring one in that one. Yeah, I think so. Okay, the last game on Sunday is Hogson v Rosenberg on Sunday. And you think this is a fairly straightforward uh, win for Rosenberg? <clears throat> I mean, I hope so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan. That is the plan. No, so Hogson, um, they've not scored in the last four games now. Um, they've lost. Sorry, they've they've lost their last three, three nil, one nil, and two nil. And uh, Rosenberg, although they've not. Set, set the header alight. They ha- they are unbeaten in the last six. Uh, they've drawn they've drawn two and won four of the last six. Do they still have a caretaker manager then, David? At the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah at the moment. Um, so so they tried to get um, Oga Harida, I think his name is, and he's I turned them down. I wouldn't try to pronounce that. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to. <laughs> I, I think that's right. Uh, I'd need to check. It used to be the. I think he used to be the Norway manager. <coughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, oh, he is the Norway manager. Okay, right. He's, so he's turned them down uh, at the moment. Um, and uh, so they are still still got the caretaker in charge. But yeah, they've been on a good run. Six unbeaten since the manager left. Um, they're not playing great, but Haugesund, I watched them against Viking the other day and they were, they were awful. They created absolutely nothing. And uh, obviously that shows in the lack of goals in the last four games. Um, <clears throat> and I just think <sighs> Rosenberg, oh, they've got a good solid base um, at the back. And they have good quality going forward. They just, they're not quite clicking yet, but <clears throat> they won again They won again last week. Um, it was 2-1 two, two over Sandy Fjord. They were 2-0 up and they were cruising a bit and they maybe let their foot off the gas. A little bit and lost the goal, but um, I just think away to Hogesund, it's a really good price. They're better than evens, um, just for a straight win. Hogesund have only won twice this season, I think, and um, yeah, yeah, they've won twice this season, and it's against Start and Sandy Fjord. So, yeah, I just think uh, it doesn't count, no. So, I just think it's a really (laughs) good price. They're better than evens for Rosenborg, who, yeah, they've not been great, but they're, they're not losing games. They've won four at the last six. I just think uh, it's worth it's worth a single. Yeah, although they're better than evens at the moment, I suspect that there might be a, some money for Rosenberg just 
purely because mm. of Rosenberg. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I, think, I wonder uh, how many people bet on Rosenberg at the weekend just based Thinking on the fact still that... in the Champions they, League and that. <laughs> yeah, I still think the Rosenberg from like 10 years ago. And it's probably the only club in Norway they've heard of. So they go, oh, I'll do Rosenberg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's possible. That's what I mean, though. Yeah, I mean, I think there probably will be some blind money just going on um, any time that they're over evens. Yeah, and it's always so, worthwhile remembering that St Johnston beat Rosenberg, so I like to throw that in the open <laughs> if I can. In fact, I could probably use that every week on the pod. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't, to be honest. Um, okay, so that wraps up uh, Elitis Eren for us. Uh, I'll get you guys to give us a wee recap of those bets shortly, but there's a full round in Obersleigen on Monday at 5pm, and you're looking at a double here, David. Uh, yeah, uh, what am I looking at? I'm looking at, yeah, so Lelestrim, uh, Trumps Trump, uh, both to win. Uh, yep. Lelestrim actually lost on uh, Monday night. They lost at home to Sherdard's Blink, which was a massive surprise. It's probably yeah. the best result in Sherdard Blink's history. <laughs> um, they were a massive and, price, weren't they? Yeah, uh, so it was 1-0, and after the game, the Lelestrim manager came out and said they didn't think Sherdard would be that good. So they obviously <laughs> yeah. took them a little bit lightly, mm. um, which, which is not like, yeah, it's not, not great. But, I admire uh, his honesty, but it's not something you want to hear your manager saying, really, is it? No, no. So so they're playing Osana away this weekend. Um, Osana actually got a really good win on Monday, 3-0 at Strymmen. Uh, but Strymmen are probably the worst team in the league. Um, and if you look at Osana's uh, two home games so far, they lost 3-0 at home to Ranheim and they lost 4-1 at home to Songdal. <clears throat> so the Lillestrøm are away from home, uh, coming off the back of a defeat, which I think will probably fire them up. And uh, so, so, so they're a pretty decent price considering what I, th- I think if they'd won on Monday, uh, they would have been a lower yeah. price. Yeah. Trump's are at home to a Garden. Uh, Tromsø, they beat Ranheim um, on Tuesday night, last night, um, to go. That's that was a really good win, wasn't it? Really good win for yeah, them. Yeah, I, th- I think they hadn't been convincing so far, but um, they'd won all three games. I think to beat Ranheim 2-1, um, it, was, uh, it just showed they're, pr- they're probably stronger than I think people expected. They look like they'll be coming straight back up, don't they? Yeah, it's looking good for them at the moment. Um, but yeah, they're at home to A-Garden, and A-Garden are pretty poor. Another one of the sort of lower teams in the league. Uh, their results <coughs> their results so far... Uh, goals, 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 goals. goals. Yeah, they lost 4-3, they've lost 2-0, they've won 4-3, and then they drew 4 all. So <laughs> they, they're not very good defensively. Uh, I watched the game, I watched the full game when they played against Hamcam. They won 4-3, and basically everything they hit went in. Uh, they gave up a load of chances, managed to win. Um, but yeah, I just I just think Tromsø will be far too strong for them. So the double Tromsø and Lidstrom is uh, is better than evens at the moment, and I think that will probably go below evens by the time the weekend comes around. Yeah, I think that might be a double that we get used to this season. Uh, back yeah. to them to win, but I don't know that we'll get even money every week oh, on both of them to win the way the league's going to shape up probably. Um, so it's definitely worth taking on this week and there's a goals double that you like to look of in Overs League as well yeah I mean this league has, has been a bit <laughs> has been good for goals but unfortunately last week we were one goal short in uh, the Songdal game but I'm going back to the back to the water for Songdal again uh, they're playing against KF KFUM Oslo um, who 
who three out of their four games have had more than 2.5 goals. Same with Songdao. Uh, the game that didn't have, I think, only had two goals. Um, so KFUM versus Songdao. That's one I'm looking at over 2.5 goals. And the other one is Shirdaz Blink versus Strimmen. Uh, both those teams as well, three out of their four games, have had over 2.5 goals. Uh, Blink, the only one that Blink didn't have was that game against Lele Strim where they just they went up, got a good lead and h- held on. Uh, Strimmen have been conceding a lot of goals. Uh, so I think, yeah, those two games. Blink, Shirdaz Blink versus Strimmen and uh, KF. UM Oslo versus Songdal over 2.5 goals double which pays better than evens So KFUM what does that stand for? Uh, no idea but they get called Koffa uh, so I could call them that it's probably easier <laughs> well, <laughs> Nobody will know what I'm talking about <laughs> I, was going to, I was going to give you some homework from next weekend that was all <laughs> Alright okay I'll work I'll try and find it Try and find out that'd be good. And before we wrap up on that league, Greg, there's a, a win bet that you fancy in this one as well. Yes, I think it's a league I'm going to really enjoy this year. I think I think early on there's been some surprising results. I think Grurud won a game at the weekend away from home. Yeah. So it's really unpredictable at the moment in terms of results. But that said, I do like the look of Sandnes at home at the weekend who are playing Ulensaka, Kisa. How do we do that one, David, please? <laughs> I think it's a soft K. I think it's Shisa. Shisa, there we go. We'll call them Shisa then, right? So, Sandnes had a, a terrific result Monday away at Songdao, beating them 2-0. I think it was a really big surprise that Songdao didn't score in that match. Not because it let us down for the double in the treble, uh, but Songdao been scoring goals for fun so far this season. So that was a really good result. They're unbeaten in their four games, two wins and two draws. But w- when you look at, he says, away form overall they've got five points but on the road they're not great at all looking at their away form last season out their 15 games lost 10 two draws and just three wins so they only won three of their away games last season and that looks like it's going to cause them an issue again this season I think I think Sandnes' start has been really positive what I do like the look of though is Sandnes obviously beat Songdao on Monday 2-0 and Isa went to um, Songdao on the first game of the season and got battered 6-1. So at the moment, you're getting 20-23 to 23 at Bet Victor for a Sandnes win, which for me looks really, really generous, given Sandnes a start, and I don't think the visitors are going to do too well away from home. So I'm happy to take that. Now, it's not often I'll venture into the win-draw-win market, but I do like Lucas Sandnes at home at just a tad below even money. Yeah, it's quite unusual for you to go into that territory, Greg, and stray away from your <laughs> beloved corners. So um, let's just keep our fingers crossed that you, you bank a winner on this one. On that okay. note, though, someone did mention during the week that uh-huh. they did do corner markets for this league on Monday. Right. So I've not looked into the corner markets yet. So it'll be interesting to see if we can get corner markets again, because that could be something to start focusing on from next week onwards. Who was doing that? Um, I think Skybet were doing it, and I think Bet365, I think. Okay, can you guys give us a wee recap then on your bets for the weekend? Just start with yourself, David. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, first one in Elite Syrian is uh, both teams to score double in the Glimt v Molda game and the Viking v Sarpsborg game. Uh, next up is the... What was the next up? Yeah, here <laughs> we go. Start v Starback. Um yep. 
It's a double in the Stark v Starback game of under 3.5 goals and Starback draw or win double chance. Um, and over in the Rosenborg game, so Haugesun versus Rosenborg, it's a, just a single win, Rosenborg to win. Okay. Uh, down in Division 1, uh, it was the Leerestrum Trums double. And also the Schurdals Blinkvistrum and KFUM Songdao. Uh, over 2.5 goals double. And That's I've it. got two bets from Sunday's 5pm kickoffs. First up, Valerenga versus Strom's Godset. I'm taking Godset four plus corners at four to five, and that will be this weekend's nap. And in the next game, I'm taking Sandy Fjord versus Mion Dallin, and I'm taking Mion Dallin five plus corners at 10 to 11. That again is for Skybet, but there will be another few bookies who offer that market probably closer to the kickoff, maybe Saturday evening uh, slash Sunday morning. And into Division 1, I'm taking Sandnest to win at 23 to 20 with Bet Victor. Excellent. Thanks very much for that, guys. Now, of course, this podcast is available early to those members of Greg's private channel. Um, we usually try and get it up there about. 24 hours before it's made public so if you want to get early access to the podcast then make sure you visit gambler.co.uk for all the details on how to join us there um, and don't miss this week's regular podcast which we'll record later this week with myself Greg and Slip Steps as we look ahead to I let's guess at the Belarusian League Greg. absolutely absolutely yes. <laughs> um, and some of the domestic stuff in England, no doubt, with slip steps as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and that's us for this week's Norwegian Football Podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks to David for joining us from Norway. And thanks to you, Greg, for your time. And have a happy birthday, whatever you've got left of it. Yes, thanks very much. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Good luck, Good luck with your bets, guys. Cheers. Thank you.